Shortly after this podcast was recorded, there was a giant earthquake in Japan and following tsunami. And we wanted to uh, start the show out just by saying um, how grieved we are of the loss of life and the tragedy and our prayers and our thoughts are with the people of Japan. Yes, it's um, going to take a while to rebuild and to cope with all the tragedy. So we have some information here for you. Um, Rick has a couple places I think that you can help if, you, if you'd like to. Well, I think one of the things that we need to remember is that we're all human beings on this planet, and when something like this happens, it's a really good idea to uh, help. Uh, if we can go over there and help, that's awesome, but if, if we can't, uh, we can definitely support those that are taking supplies and so on. And the, probably the most uh, trusted organization is the Red Cross, and so we're just encouraging every one of our listeners, um, maybe instead of having a couple of lattes this week, or co- you know, coffee drinks or something. Maybe uh, you know, instead of renting a movie or this or that, um, perhaps you could take some of your money and donate that to the Red Cross uh, to help with what's going on in Japan. You just go to redcross.org, and then you'll see the place where you can donate. You just click on that. If you have a cell phone, you can text the word Red Cross, all one word, to nine zero nine nine nine. That's nine zero nine nine nine. What that will do will automatically put $10 on your next cell phone bill, and they'll give that $10 to the Red Cross. So uh, let's remember to keep praying for all the folks that are affected by this, not just in Japan, but, um, you know, there's a lot of people around the world affected by this as well. So, mm-hmm. All right, so thank you, everybody. Now we'll go ahead and we'll, we'll resume our, our normal programming. All right. Welcome to episode number 110 of Take Him With You for March 13th. 2011. I'm Rick. And I'm Amy. And today on the show, we are going to talk with our good friends Al and Joyce Kessel from the Tales from the Mouse House podcast and the Fast Forward podcast all about the amazing race. It's going to be a blast. We talk about life. We talk about all sorts of stuff, don't we? Yeah. That's really great. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) This should be funny. So anyway, stick around. We've got lots ahead and I think you're going to enjoy every moment.
That's a cool band. You know who those, that is, Amy? I thought you said it was novella. Well, I didn't say that yet, but... Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's the band called Novella. Now, are they still together? No, I they were... I remember them back they, in the 80s. 90s, 80s, 90s, somewhere around there, I don't know. Anyway, they were really good. They reminded me of Journey. Great guitar player, good voice. Rocking, but they still have a lot, a lot of, of feel to them. So uh, you can look them up. I don't know if they're on iTunes or not. I had to, I had to buy their CD off of eBay. They might be on iTunes by now. I don't know. But check them out. Novella. N O V E L L A. They have two albums out, mm-hmm. and they're really good. And we're gonna play a song from them at the end of the program called "Right in the Middle," one of my favorite ballads of all time ever. It's really pretty. I like it too. Yeah, I know. Which is, Which is odd that yeah, both we both of us like a like song. The same song. It's really odd. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we're going to be talking um, with Alan Joyce here in a moment. But right now, let's talk about what's going on around our house. What's going on? Well, our our big exciting thing is that we um, planted two rose bushes. Well, that, and there's a story <laughs> behind that. Um, the story goes that we had a beautiful rose bush in our backyard that died, and it had um, really big, beautiful white white roses. roses that had white spiders that occupied them. And I took pictures yeah, of them. I love them. You're into the spiders a lot more than I am, and yeah, that's a yeah. big understatement because I don't really like spiders. I mean, I like them in my garden because they eat aphids, but I uh, yeah, me, yeah, me and spiders aren't best friends. No, you're not. Um. So, anyway, um, you mentioned that you'd like another one. We even talked about where we'd plant one if we got another one. And so, you can take it on from here. You went to... Well, I was I was going to Walmart to pick up a couple things and saw that they had roses on sale for $4.25. Not like the rose plants. And I found one. Well, the light was kind of weird outside, so I tried to find one that was white. And I guess I didn't get one. I got a pinkish one. But anyway, I, I bought a rose, a bush mm-hmm. to bring home. And so I put it in my cart. And they're, they're tiny, you know, when they're first mm-hmm. starting off. But anyway, I went and uh, got the stuff and came back home and forgot to tell you that I bought one. And I went to the store later that day. And to, what did you do? And I bought another one that was actually white this time because I took the time to read the label to yeah. say it said right, white roses on it. Yeah. So... Um, I brought it home, and as I was unloading the car, I noticed that there was another rose bush in there. <laughs> guess what? We, <laughs> so we had we two. We both bought them, yeah. So, but you know what? That that's fine because one is kind of a light pink, and one's a white. So, um, and we had a tree blow over in that big hurricane we had a couple of years back, mm-hmm. and so um, we put it on either side of the roots. Yeah. So that as the the roots of the stump decay. It'll kind of feed, feed the, the roses. Roses and so now we'll be able instead of having in the backyard where we really couldn't enjoy it, mm-hmm. we'll have them in the front yard. And I love to grow roses. That's my favorite thing. Yeah. I don't know why they're just pretty. Yep. You and do. they're pretty easy. Yeah. They just, you just have to spray them once in a while. And, and, and if it's summertime, them. if it gets hot, they need to be watered because yeah. they're kind of water hogs. But yeah. Yeah, but so that was the that. excitement at our house. Yay! That and Catherine's almost done with Driver's Ed now. Yes, she'll. she'll I put another video. One more time by the time they listen to this, probably. Yeah, yeah. She'll be on her last. Pretty cool. Monday. I got to do something kind of cool. What'd you do? Um, one of our friends accidentally ran over her cell phone with her <laughs> motorcycle. Yes. 
she's a little bit upset about that because she's a doctor and she needs her cell phone she, so she if she's on call paged. yeah yeah <laughs> so uh anyway i helped her upgrade on the new verizon iphone yeah and i got to go and and purchase it with her at the store and got the contract all upgraded and then we brought it home and synced it with her computer and all this different stuff and <sighs> Almost as fun as getting one yourself. No, not at all. <laughs> well, not at all. You got to play with one. Anyway. So I'm in this quandary, and kind of weird thing is, I really want an iPhone now, but I also want an iPad too, and I don't have any money for either. So that's kind of difficult. So you're practicing the scripture that says, "Be content in all things." Well, I only need about twelve hundred bucks because I just upgraded to my Android phone, which I don't really like. I mean, it's okay. Yeah. But it's nothing like the iPhone is so cool. Oh, my gosh. It's so cool. Well, my hope is that by the time our contracts run out in two years that we'll have Oh, they'll have something the completely different by then. For an iPhone that has even a bigger memory. We'll pick them memory. up for 50 cents. Well, I like an iPhone, but one that has a big enough memory to have everything that I now have on my iPod on it. Yeah. So um, right now their memory cards aren't as big or whatever they yeah. are. Well, anyway, that's kind of fun. So I got to play with an iPhone, and that was kind of cool. Mm -hmm. It really is cool. Your friend Kenny got one tonight. Did he? I didn't. Mm -hmm. I hadn't seen that. Seen that on Facebook. Oh, we're recording obviously before the show comes out, obviously. Uh So our friend Kenny got one. Yeah, I just saw. Is he excited? Oh yeah. Except for he was wondering um, if he could use off the same iTunes account, use both his iPod and his. Oh yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he wanted to keep both instead of just using. You one, can do I that. Think. Yeah, you can do that. Because that's the thing. I'm not sure about the iPhone. I already said that that they don't have enough memory to have everything you have. Sure, they do. You have... Yeah, you just have to pay more. Oh, they have okay. a 32 gig one, but yeah. it's a couple hundred dollars more. See, right now on Verizon, if you buy an upgrade, mm-hmm. you get the iPhone for 197 dollars. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you have to have a data package. But if you buy it brand new without a contract update, they're 627 And if you want one that is um, 32 gig, that those are the 16 gigs. If you want 32 gigs, you pay a couple more hundred dollars, so they're like 800 some dollars. So it's like... $800 for a phone. Yeah, so I'd rather get an iPad, too. What do you think? Well, it's kind of hard to... You can't use it as a phone, though. Nope. Nope, but I'm stuck with my phone for two years now, so... Well, by the time the two years is up, maybe they'll have something that would be kind of a combination iPad, iPhone, everything. The the problem here is I'm just a geeky person, and I really like geeky gadgets. I love gadgets. You can't have enough gadgets. You have to admit one thing. What? That when I get a gadget, I use it. It never just sits around. Yeah, you usually use your gadgets a lot quite a bit yes yeah, so there and i've actually been using gadgets a lot more i feel quite geeky yeah i use my ipod a lot yeah you do probably because i can play scrabble on it yeah that's cool you like, <laughs> so that. I like no that. you play words with friends words with friends but it's like scrabble yeah from all around the world all around yes. the world she's playing it yes and having People a great time. Well, I, we're going to bore everybody now. Is there anything yeah. else that you want to talk about that we are what's going on? 
you know, we pretty much have just been doing driver's ed. It's like three nights a week we're driving I watched. back and forth and, and driving her in for drives three more times this week. And Nobody cares. Yeah. So that's I watched, I have a movie day. review for you. You do. You watched I watched a movie? A, a movie called Monsters. Not Monsters, Inc. It's a different one. If it was Monsters, Inc., I would have said it was Monsters, oh, Inc. It was called okay. Monsters. It's It was rated R. Ooh. Yeah, but it was a, it was kind of a movie that really wasn't super promoted. Nobody heard about it. But I happened to be listening to the Treks in Sci-Fi podcast, uh-huh. and while I was listening to it, they had a review from my good friend Vartok. Mm-hmm. Not sure what his real name is, but Vartok, he's very cool. He reviewed the movie Monsters and said, "You know, you really it's kind of a sleeper. You need to go. You need to watch it." So I took a chance on his recommendation because mm-hmm. he has good taste. And I watched the movie with Andrew. And it was on Blu-ray. Got it from Netflix. Ordered it from them. And watched it. And the I, the only thing I could see that was R-rated about it was there there was like one, a couple of, of F-words. But other than that, there wasn't a huge amount. I mean, there was a few here and there of different you know cuss words. But other than that, it was basically for like end of the world violence and bloody gore kind of stuff. But it probably wouldn't have been a music, a movie I would have liked. No, you actually would have enjoyed the movie. It was really different. I, I don't like f bombs though. Well, there it was it was really rare. I mean, you watched Australia and it had one in yeah, it. Yeah, but I usually would cover my ears and go, "Oh, when I watched it after I saw it, heard it." Well, like you're going to die and shrivel up if <laughs> no. you hear the word, huh? I just don't. Let's like try that. Word. I'm going to say the word no, and let's you see what don't say that word. Beep. <laughs> no. no. That's funny. So anyway, the movie was really well done. Uh it was a little bit slow, don't you think, Andrew, at the beginning? He's shaking his head. Oh, uh, yes or no? Yes. Yeah, but as it went on, it got pretty cool when we got to see the aliens. Basically, the storyline is this, and it's not really a bad spoiler because you, you kind of find out at the beginning. This um this uh probe comes back from space and crashes down in Mexico. And in the probe or on the probe are some microbes of alien life. Mm -hmm. And they infect a big area down in Southern California and Mexico with these creatures that grow up. And they're huge, really weird looking squid like creatures that glow. And they're really cool looking. Do you think that I would like this movie? No, I think you might because (laughs) it consists of this photographer who is commissioned by his boss to bring the boss's daughter home from Mexico back up to California. And he has to go, they have to go through the infected zone. And it's really, uh, it's this all about them. This isn't the one with Harrison Ford in it. No. 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 Okay, Andrew. That's I'm, Cowboys want, and Aliens coming up. I want up. your second opinion. Do you think that I would like that movie? He, you would for the love story in it. Uh, he went a, a iffy. Yeah, you probably would. Well, yeah, you, I'd probably have a few dents in my knee because the the, the monsters <laughs> were weird. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. You know, Catherine and I were looking at the reviews. We were watching American Idol, and we were watching the reviews for that Red Riding Hood. Um, oh, gosh. And you're probably going to want to go see it, out. aren't you? And um, the actress in it, I've seen her in several other things that are really cute. Like, she's in one of my favorite movies. I know. And, um, Letters to Letters Juliet. Letters to Juliet. And so I thought, oh, I kind of like to go see it because of, I like the actress in it. But 
I said to Catherine, you probably wouldn't want to sit by me, would you? <laughs> she goes, no, because she knows that if there's any scary parts. You jump. Now, don't I be screaming to, into the microphone. I tend to jump and scream and then grab the yeah, person Forget next having to your me. popcorn stay in the bucket. <laughs> Not with Amy around. I don't mean to, but I just like jump and scream. And yeah, you do. I do. I'm, I'm a jumper. <laughs> You're a jumper. <laughs> but not jumping up and down on the bed like a kid, but I jump out of my seat at the movie theater. Yes, so. yes, you do. I do. I even do that at home. Ugh. Someone comes up behind me in a scary part of a movie and and taps me on the shoulder or something, I jump. So. Yeah. Okay, well, there yeah. you go. So my recommendation is I think people would like... If you're a geeky sci-fi person, you like alien invasion stories, Monsters gets a thumbs up from me. Okay. Even though it's slow. You already, it's sent, not, it. It's, you it's already slow. sent it back, though, so I Yeah, I already sent it. it back. I just figured you didn't want to see it. <laughs> Probably so. not. So there you go. Okay, that's what's going on around our house. Um, I guess it's time, after these little announcements here, it is time to uh, talk with our friends Alan Joyce. So uh, stick around to Attention, attention, it's finally here, the first and only podcast dedicated to one of the most groundbreaking television series in history, MASH. Join the hosts of MASH 4077 Podcast, Kenny, Meds, and Al, as they discuss their thoughts episode by episode. They will also share with you some little-known behind-the-scenes information, trivia, and so much more. Find them on iTunes by searching MASH 4077 Podcast or online at www.mash4077.podbean.com. 11 teams of two in an exciting race around the world to win $1 million on The Amazing Race. I'm Joyce. And I'm Al. On our new show, the Fast Forward Podcast, we'll recap each weekly episode of The Amazing Race, give you a rundown on each team, and tell you our predictions on who we think will cross the mat in first place each week and ultimately win the $1 million prize. We'll also share listener predictions and other interesting information we pick up along the season. So, when Rick and Amy have helped guide you along your spiritual path on their amazing show, Take Him With You, check out the Fast Forward Podcast in iTunes. And we'll see you at the Fast Forward. with us today on the podcast through the magic of Skype over the internet <laughs> are cool friends Al and Joyce from Arizona. Hi guys. Hi, how you doing? Hi there. So far so good. How are you, Amy? I'm doing well. Okay. Well, we thought it would be fun to have you guys on the program because 
not only do we listen to your podcast and well i listen to your podcast i'm not sure if amy does or not I've, I've listened to some of them. Oh, you've listened uh, to the mouse bit. tales from the mouse. Yeah, and I was really disappointed because I had had Rick try to download the video one for me, and it didn't work for some reason. I don't know why, but uh, anyway, yeah, I guess we should say our our friends Alan Joyce. It's not just that they're from Arizona, but they're our podcast friends as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they do a podcast called Tales from the Mouse House, which is a podcast on Disneyland. Mm-hmm. which is really cool. And they also, they do another podcast called Fast Forward, which I'm really enjoying all about the amazing race. Mm-hmm. And they've just started another podcast wow. called Just Because. Am I right? That's correct. Because I, did I get it wrong on the last podcast? Did, what, <laughs> did I call it something different? No, actually, I, I don't think you you could remember what Oh, it that's was. right. I was like, what in the heck was that called? I can't remember now. So anyway, we, uh, we've we been uh, friends now for a few months, a little bit more than that probably. I kind of knew you, Al, from the Treks and Sci-Fi Forum. as uh, You were a different name back then on the forum. Mm-hmm. And now you, uh, you and I talk a lot uh, with our friends from Treks and Sci-Fi, Rico and Kenny and Meds and... All sorts of really cool people, Tim, and I, I guess I shouldn't start naming because I'll forget somebody. <laughs> but that's how we know each other, and, and it's been a lot of fun to get to know you guys. And I ha- I suspect that we shall be good friends for a long time. I well, just, we certainly hope so. We, we have that feeling about it all. So here's what I would like to do. I'd like people to get to know you a little bit better. Um, if they've never listened to your podcast, they probably don't really know a whole lot about you. Why don't you and Joyce just tell us a little bit about yourselves uh, and what your mission in life is? Hmm. <laughs> you know, that's kind of a tough question because we, you know, I think we're still trying to figure out what our mission in life really is, even though, you know, we're kind of hitting the second half of our of our existence here on earth. But uh, I would have to say that our new mission, at least, is to just share with everybody um, our love for everything. I mean, we we have a a pretty great passion for of course Disneyland and and Walt Disney. And um that's something kind of recent for at least for me. Not I did, for me. yeah, Joyce has been a big huge fan of everything Disney all her life, but How, were I, you a mouseketeer, Joyce? That was always my dream job. Okay, uh, I'm just kidding, not really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey, but, I, yeah, I grew I mean, up for me it's now. just been since <laughs> 2007, but um, you know, we decided we love Disneyland and we want to, we want to make it our mission to make everyone else love it. Right. Yeah. Make everybody else love it or, or well, just know something about it. And then of course, uh, with the amazing race, like, like Rick mentioned, um, we're big fans and we just want to share with everybody our, you know, our love for that as well. But I think, you know, our, our overall goal is to really just I don't know, share our lives with as many people as we can. I mean, we want people to to be as as happy as we are. I mean, that sounds corny, but <laughs> I don't know. think it sounds corny. It sounds kind of fun. Yeah. Well, I, I know it's it's very interesting to me because your podcasts have they're doing what they're supposed to do because quite honestly, I, I've been to Disneyland a couple of times in my life. And the last time I went, I was a little disillusioned because it it was I just saw a lot of commercialism in it. But after listening to your podcast, these however many you have now, thirteen or fourteen of them, I think, is that how many you have? Uh, actually, we're getting ready to record 16. our seventeenth podcast oh. this weekend. All right, okay. Well, okay, if you count the videos and everything too, right? 
Oh, yeah. Videos, I think we have 55 total. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, anyway, it, it uh, really changed what I was thinking about as far as Disneyland was concerned because you have so many positive things about it. And there was so much, it's so much deeper than just going and riding on rides that you have to stand in line on forever. <laughs> you know, there was, it's just a lot deeper than that. Plus the fact that it's been, how many years, you know, 15 years since I've been there. So obviously it's been updated yeah, and there's a whole lot more going on. Probably about 14. I think Andrew was four when we went, four or five. Eh, somewhere yeah. around there. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, that and then, then The Amazing Race. I've never actually watched that show. And I figured, well, since my good friends are starting up a podcast, I'm going to listen. And so I decided it, it would make more sense if I watched the show. <laughs> and so that's what I've done. But I, I think you guys are doing a great job. And, and I, tell us a little bit more about the new one that you're going to be doing because I think that's really interesting. Have you ever wanted to share something with someone just because? Well, we do a lot. So we started a podcast about, well, whatever we want. My name is Joyce. And I'm her lovely husband, Al. Uh, Well, you know what I mean. And we're the hosts of the Disneyland podcast, Tales from the Mouse House. And the Amazing Race podcast, Fast Forward. And I'm one of the co-hosts of the Mashboro 77th podcast. And you'd think with all of these podcasts, we'd run out of things to share. But then you'd be wrong. In our new show, Just Because, we're going to share all the things that, well, just don't fit into any of our other podcasts. Yep, like videos of our puppy Kate as she plays with the water bottle. Mm -hmm. Maybe some episodes chatting about one of our favorite TV shows. Like Lost? Uh Uh-huh. Or maybe an audio play Al has written. And we'll even have episodes contributed by others who have something to share but just don't want to start their own podcast. You never know what you'll find on this show. Why? Just because. Visit us at because.podbean.com and in iTunes. Well, one day we were driving somewhere. I think we were heading to work, actually, yeah. No, I don't think so. But anyway, so it doesn't matter where <laughs> we were going. But, you know, we thought, we don't have enough to do, so let's start another podcast. <laughs> right. Then, I believe you. And then we were talking, well, what would we podcast about? I don't know. So we, <laughs> you know, had dialogue back and forth. and And then... Al mentioned something. I don't remember what it was. And I said, what about just because? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I said, nah, I don't think so. Uh, let, let's, how about naming it Random Thoughts? And then, <laughs> and she said, well, well, why would we name it that? And I said, well, just because. <laughs> yeah, but we know, the new podcast is kind of a, it's just going to be a platform for us to share with others things that don't fit into The Amazing Race or into Tales from the Mouse House. Uh, I, I'm kind of a closet writer. I love to to write things. And um, we decided, you know, we'll, we'll use this medium uh, as a launching board for me to maybe write some audio dramas or, you know, we've got a, a crazy little puppy who loves to play with water bottles and play in the, in the snow when it does snow in Phoenix. So, you know, we'll do videos of that and post it. And uh, one of the other things that we decided that we wanted to use this for was to offer it as an opportunity for friends or acquaintances of ours 
who have something to share with others but don't want to go through the you know the sometimes hassles of uh, putting together their own podcast they just mm-hmm. want to share something one one off so we'll offer episodes for people who want to record something and then we'll just launch it for them that's really cool yeah that but- make that makes sense because not everyone's like you or Rick who you know have a recording studio in their homes and like to do that kind of thing so that would be handy well, it gives folks that wouldn't normally have that opportunity that opportunity, mm-hmm. which yeah, is just way cool. Yeah. And I mean, of course, we're not going to let people come on the show and just talk about whatever they want. It's going to have to be. Well, yeah, we have certain standards. You know, it has to be clean. You know, we won't allow anything questionable or anything negative. You know, we're not going to we're not going to open up a microphone for somebody to be, uh, you know, for somebody to slam somebody else. We just won't allow that. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to have like the Andy Rooney show, right? <laughs> you know what really right. bothers me? I'll tell you what bothers me: the corn dogs at Disneyland. <gasps> no, oh, those, those they're are the words. best. They might... That's one of the rules. Nothing about Disneyland. Oh, Disneyland. got it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll tell you what: I love the corn dogs at Disneyland, but that's yeah. beside the point. They don't I, love me very much, but they, I love them. They they were on my list when um, Catherine and I went back. I made sure to look up where that booth was that sold the <laughs> the footlong corn dogs. Yeah, they they have the best corn dogs there. Mm, this mm, is totally mm. off the hand dipped and beautiful. I'm telling you. <laughs> so that little chiming noise a while back was the uh, reminder on my uh, on my calendar that I was supposed to interview you guys today. <laughs> so good. just so you know, I better do that. I'm sorry, I'm just giving you a bad time. <laughs> okay. But anyway. So that that sounds like a pretty fun podcast. Yeah, I think it's going to be really good. I, I'm looking forward to it. Now, do you have any episodes out yet? Because I have not seen them. Well, we have one one video episode up. Uh, it's uh, Joyce and I went to um, the North Shore of Oahu in uh, 2006 for our 10 year wedding anniversary, and we took we took probably about four or five hours of of video of just the water, you know, just the ocean waves hitting. Uh, so I put up like a, I think it's like an 11 minute video of the uh, Hawaiian ocean waves. And you to put music to it. To ha- I'm sorry? You put music to it, didn't you? Right. I set it to Hawaiian music. That's right. That's right. I watched that. I didn't realize that was a Just Because cast. Yeah. But Just Because. Just Because. That's pretty cool. That's cool. So it kind of reminds me of like a blog, but in podcast form. A blog in podcast form? Yeah. That's kind of right. I didn't think about that, but that's kind of right. You know, because sometimes people write blogs just because. Okay. Yeah. Because they feel like (laughs) writing about something. So I guess that kind of brings me to the next question that we wanted to ask you is, what in the world do you love podcasting so much for? What what is it? How did you catch this bug? Well, um, well, let me think back a little bit. We talked. Okay. When we bought our iPods, we were introduced to podcasting, and then one day we were just sitting around thinking, what could we podcast about? And Amazing Race was the first thing, and then it was like halfway through the season or something, and we thought, nah, we don't want to do that. And then we kind of talked about Lost, um, but the TV series was almost over. Right. So then we thought... Well, what are we really passionate yeah. about? Gee, what do we know a lot about? Hmm. And Disneyland. 
Yeah. And here we are. That's and actually, cool. um, and I think this might be, this is probably the same for you, Rick, and for a lot of others. Uh, I, I am a, I'm a faithful and loyal follower of Trex and Sci-Fi and our good friend Rick, uh, Rico. And, um, Grandpa. Grandpa. Grandpa Rico. That's yeah. right. <laughs> and uh, he, I mean, he, his philosophy is awesome. It's, you know, anybody can do it. <laughs> and uh, I remember sending him an email uh, before we actually made the hard decision to do Tales from the Mouse House. And I asked him for a little bit of advice. And he said, uh, just podcast about whatever you're passionate about. He said, if you're not passionate about the thing that you want to talk about, people are going to know and nobody's going to listen. Absolutely. And uh, lo and behold, we we found our little niche. Well, that's pretty cool that's because cool. I think it's awesome what you guys are doing. And uh, what was was it a big learning curve for you, Al, as far as technically? Um, not really, because I um, I'm a vid- you know I do video editing uh, as well, uh, and the skills translated fairly well from audio. I mean, from video right to audio. Uh, there was a little bit uh, of of a learning curve, and you can probably <laughs> you can probably hear that in our first couple of uh, episodes. But you can tell uh, that in all of our podcasts. You go back to the <laughs> beginning, and they're a little bit different than they are now. Right, yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, as far as is the the technical aspect, uh, it, it wasn't that difficult. I mean, I'm using you know I'm using uh, Mac to do my stuff, so it's it's not too hard. What's so funny? <laughs> Joyce I'm just is laughing about when we lost tails and oh, the learning curve on the act. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's the, uh, the 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 feed, the podcast feed. Oh, I remember part when that happened. That yes. learning curve was really huge. In fact, that curve looked like a San Francisco hill. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> you recovered quite nicely. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, I guess we should explain to all of our listeners what happened is you um, uh, you switched the host, didn't you, of your server? Right, right. And when you did that, it got lost on iTunes so that it wasn't pointing to the new episodes of Tales from the Mouse House. Right. So then yeah, you, I... you put an additional feed in. And then just about the time you put the additional feed in, they actually helped you at iTunes and put it and redirected it. <laughs> exactly. So all the people that had subscribed didn't get it. And then all of a sudden they did get it again, plus the other feed if they signed up. So anyway, but it all points <laughs> to the same program. So it's all good now. Yeah. Yeah. It's all, it's all good. Except for the fact that you probably pulled a bunch of your hair out and that's, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. unfortunately I pulled it all out from the very top of my head and it's kind of weird. How does that Everybody work? Everybody calls it a bald I spot. I don't understand. <laughs> How would anyone know about your hair? You wear these ugly beanies all the time. Excuse me? Oh, did ugly I say beanies? that out loud? Excuse me, but this man here that we're interviewing <laughs> sent me one of those ugly beanies. Oh, yeah. He, oh, he snap. sent me the really cute, the, the cute one with the... Um, Teenage Mutant yeah, Ninja Turtles. Oh, sure, now it's mutant. cute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now it's cute. What did that, you call it before? That one's cute, but I don't know. Sometimes he just wears... Them all the I time. think everyone should wear beanies. It's just so much fun. Do you really want me to wear a beanie all the time? I think you'd be cute in a beanie. Uh-huh. Sure. And then he could call you his little beanie baby. That's uh-huh. right. That's right. But he does like the turtle one, though. I do like the turtle yeah. one. It's oh, warm. It's warm and happy. Okay. Well, yeah. enough of that. Okay. So, um, you get to ask the, him next the next question. question is um, for those of us people, people, you know, that like, I love how know. we, what great interviewers. The next question is <laughs> like, they don't know for where the, to ask this question. For those of us that like, like people stuff, um, <laughs> um, is just maybe you could give a little background about your family, how you met, that kind of stuff. 
Well, my family's, uh, well, unfortunately, most of them have passed away. Um, Aww. Yeah. Uh, last year was a hard year for, for us. My, uh, my uncle, uh, who I actually looked to as a father, passed away. And then a month later, my, my brother passed away. So Gee whiz. that was tough. Uh, but my family, you know, pretty simple. I have a sister uh, and a nephew out here. And, uh, you know, that's about it for me. <laughs> And oh yeah, my daughter. Yeah, how could I forget about my daughter? You you didn't forget about her. <laughs> no, I didn't forget about her. She's in college right now, so oh, cool. it's hard to forget about her. <laughs> Where's she going to college at? She goes to Illinois Wesleyan back in uh, in Illinois. Illinois. Yeah. Wow, cool. Yeah, yeah. she's studying pre med. She's in her junior year. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Joyce's fa- Joyce has got an interesting family. Okay. Her mom is great. I love her mom, and her dad is. I, Rick, I think you would love her dad. Yeah. Um. On February 11th, my parents celebrated their 50th wedding anniversary. Sweet. Um, they're a huge role model to us. Um, they still have date night. Uh-huh. And I just, I mean, love my parents, look up to them so much. And um, and if my mom heard me saying that, she'd be in tears right now. Yeah. <laughs> Do they live by you guys or are they? No, they live in Indiana. Oh, wow. So it's long distance. That's hard. Yes, yeah. and I have two older sisters and a younger brother. Wow, who they who they used to dress up like a girl, the yeah, poor we used guy. To call him yeah. oh, um, but I'm the only one that moved out of state. Ooh, everyone else still lives in Indiana. Well, you're the only one that's moved out of state and got a got a college education. Yes, too. I'm the only one in my family that has a college education. Wow, wow. Um. And married a really great guy. I did. How did you guys I'm find each other? What, how'd that happen? Um, oh, that's an do you interesting. want the long story or the short story? Hey, we're having fun. Share what you want. Well, um, well, uh, it, it's yeah, it's kind of a it's an it's a very un well not unchristian but it's not a very Christian story. But that's okay. Uh, I mean, it's not like really dirty. But uh, Joyce and I were both. Um, We've both been married before. So my daughter is from my uh, my previous marriage. And I have two boys. And Joyce has two sons from a previous marriage. But uh, at the time, uh, just before we met, my my marriage had broken up. And, uh, you know, I was living on my uh, own very kind of a very destructive life. Uh, I actually worked as a bounty hunter for a while. Wow. Um, I, um, I was hitting the alcohol really, really hard. And we... We met in a nightclub at a bar. Oh my yeah, goodness! I had um, I had lived in Indiana, and it, I mean it was just a horrible, a horrible, horrible story. But in order to get away and basically start my life over, I moved to Ohio, and which is where we, yeah, I, th- that's we, where we used met. to live in Ohio. Okay. And the first weekend I was there, um, we both ended up in the same nightclub, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that's how we met. Yeah, and actually, this is a funny. I think you'll probably get a kick out of this, Rick. I, uh, I used to sing karaoke. I mean, I, I sweet fancied myself a, um, you know, a, a Jim Morrison type. So ah. I sang a lot of uh, the Doors songs and things like that. And um, the the place that we met at, uh, up it was a two story bar. Uh, upstairs was the club where the uh, karaoke was and downstairs was like a sports bar <laughs> well she was heading downstairs and i was on stage singing a door song i think it was lover madly i'm i'm not sure <laughs> and uh 
she said, now this is her story anyway. <laughs> she said she heard me singing and she stopped on the stairs and came back upstairs to watch me. And then, you know. It was love went, at first doors. Pretty much. Uh, and then uh, I was going downstairs to use the restroom and I looked at her and I said, you look familiar. And what did you say? I said, I know. And, and I she, kept walking. And she flipped her hair and did the <laughs> I know thing. And I just kept walking yeah. because, you know, like Al said, we had both just ended a pretty, you know, pretty bad relationship. And at that time, neither one of us really wanted to be in another relationship or anything like that. That's um, when it's the most dangerous. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, a week later, he proposed to me. And nine two months, weeks later. It was two weeks later. Wow. Yeah, and nine months later, we got married. And wow. Here and we, we are. <laughs> and we have now, and that was uh, how many years ago? Fifteen. Fifteen years ago. Fifteen yeah. years. Wow. And uh, we've spent one one night apart in the entire fifteen years. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah. I have to say that, Al, as you and I become better friends, we've kind of shared back and forth what we believe about life and different things. And I found um, part of what you said um, just the other day to me in, a, in letter form, um, you were talking about... Um, um, how it's ironic that sometimes when we go to a church that um, they'll have men's groups and women's groups, but they'll advocate that you, if you're married, you should have this great relationship, but they separate us. Right. And you were writing, you wrote a little bit more about, you know, wh- why wouldn't you want to spend time with your mate? Why wouldn't you want to, you know, I mean, if, there's something wrong if you don't. And I thought that was, I thought that was not only cool, but really needed in our society today because I think sometimes we don't value marriage the way we should, you know, and I think it's really cool when you find a couple that actually like to spend time with each other. <laughs> Go figure. I mean, why yeah, in the world we, would you get married if you didn't want to? We do everything together. Um, we work for the same company and we have for um, almost 12 years and um, we go to school together. Yeah, we do everything. I mm. mean, we're very rarely apart and we still like each other. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's very good. <laughs> so that, I, that that brings me to an interesting um, an interesting question for you guys. Obviously, some of the best relationships that I know of as far as uh, marriage is concerned are people that are real good friends. And and uh, tell me a little bit about you your your friendship together. What is it that what is it that you find so attractive um, Joyce in Al what what is it about him that just makes you go ah, this is the greatest friend I've ever had he's just so funny like he can sense when like when I'm having a bad day and um, like if I'm really down he knows exactly what to say and exactly how to cheer me up and just forget all the bad stuff that happened and that's very cool how about you Al What what is it that makes your heart flutter about Joyce <laughs> that she knows all about me and still wants to hang out with me. <laughs> Isn't that the coolest thing ever? Yeah. I mean, she's seen, she's, Joyce has seen some of the worst, um, worst things in me. Um, you know, when we first met, like we said, we were going through bad times and, uh, you know, I, w- I was not a very nice person uh, to be around sometimes. And um, she put up with it and she stood there and, 
you know, that's that's what attracts me to her. That's why I want to keep her around. She's a keeper. Ah, that's very, very good. Okay, interesting. Another question that kind of led me to the as I was listening to what you're saying. Um, We have a lot of different listeners that listen to our podcasts for all different walks of life. And um, a lot of times we'll have people that maybe are looking to get married. What's the best advice you can give to someone who's looking for that special someone? What should they What should they look for? Um, Themselves. See, I'm a firm believer that, um, you know, in the beginning, God cracked our souls in half and he put one half in a guy and one half in a gal or maybe not necessarily that way. But he split the the two halves of our soul are split into two different people. And that's that's your task. And and you'll know it when you recognize it. You look in that other person's eyes and you see that spark and uh, you just feel that instant connection Um, and you have to be willing to be yourself with that other person. If if you have to be somebody different, if you have to put on a front, it's not going to last. Is somebody? It? Yeah, that's not the right one. Yeah. yeah, and I think first and foremost, you have to be happy with who you are. And if you're unhappy, you know, even if it's something really small that you're unhappy with yourself about, then you're going to take it into that new life, and mm-hmm. and you have to get yourself right before you can be in a relationship with anyone else Mm -hmm. and the advice that that i always remember my parents giving us is always start your marriage out the way that you want it because if it doesn't start the way you want it it's going to be hard to change it once you figure out Mm -hmm. it needs to be changed and never go to bed angry never go to bed i mean never go to bed fighting resolve that fight before you go to bed good advice We've tried to do that. Yeah, we haven't always <laughs> succeeded, but we've tried. Well, we've been married well, almost twenty-five <laughs> years, and and we've had moments. We've we've had times where maybe it took a couple, two or three days to get over a disagreement, <laughs> but most of the time we try to resolve some. Well, the I think I think that you know, quickly. and you you guys have probably heard us talk about this before, but I do. I'm a firm believer in the fact that there are seasons in our lives. And uh, as you know, sometimes it can be a, a negative season, and that's really t- sometimes that can be hard on a relationship. But at, at, at other times, it can bring you together. Mm-hmm. And so there's just there's different seasons we go through life. The whole key though is to stay together no matter what the season. Right. <laughs> and that's the that's the that's the good thing. I think the longer that we invest in the relationship, the better it gets. Mm-hmm. If I mean, if you're friends and if you're, you know, if you're pulling, if you're, if you're both giving 110, percent you know, that's a good thing. Yep, sure is. And this may sound like really, I don't know. You could cut this out if you want to, but, <laughs> um, but like, everything's not always going to be perfect, and there's going to mm-hmm. be times when you think I don't really like the way you are right now. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. I mean, it's okay to. It's okay to, to, to be upset. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. You know, we have our, our moments, but the important thing is n- n- just to make sure that you always remember, I love this person. Yeah. yeah. Well, we've all we've always looked at it as, uh, and we learned this uh, pretty early on in our marriage, and I think it's part of what's kept us together, is that um, love is a choice. It's not always a feeling. I mean, it's great when you have that feeling, mm-hmm. but it's but a lot of times love is is a choice and you you can make a commitment and if you keep that choice and that commitment strong no matter how you feel it 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 gets it's it'll it's going to be okay 
And you just have to make that choice because I I know that you like you say it's not always going to be perfect, and sometimes it, you, I'm sure that my wife has many times gone, "What in the world did I get into?" <laughs> you know, it's never been a dull moment though. You can tell say that. Never boring with you, dear. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know if that's good or bad. But, you know. <laughs> so okay, here's another good question for you guys. Um, obviously, you started listening to the Take Him With You podcast. What what struck that with you? How did you come to that? <laughs> Yeah, Rick, this is this is a this is a podcast all unto itself. I'm telling you, <laughs> um, Joyce and I, you know, neither one of us were really born into into uh, faith. I mean, we neither one of us led a very faithful life when we were younger. Um, my the, my uncle, the one that passed away last year, was very very instrumental in bringing us to God. He. Um, you know, he like I said, he's my he's my father's youngest brother, and I looked up to this man like like a father. And uh, when Joyce and I first got married, first got together, we we had a very rough life. You know, we weren't working steadily, and he helped us a great deal. And he kept feeding us um, spiritually. He kept you know praying for us, and he kept talking to us about Jesus and about God. And we started going to church with him. Well. Um, we got we got uh, baptized and we got saved in in my uncle's church and then we we moved out here to Arizona and we we began looking for a church home. Uh, then the first church home we found was a huge one one of the uh, churches that you call a mega church. I mean it was it was a big church. We got very involved with this church. We. You know, we were in Bible study. We were going to church twice a week. You know, we were doing the whole uh, "quote unquote" church thing, mm-hmm. and um, we were we were starting to grow in, in our in our Christianity and our faith. And um, we began getting involved in a church. Joyce became the floor director because it was one of those churches that was on TV, right. um, you know, local TV, not not like the big ones. But uh, and I and I was uh, an usher. So we got to see some of the inner workings, and we kind of started getting a funny taste about the way things were going. And then when we got to the point in our in our faith where we began asking questions, we kept getting the answer, that's just the way it is, now be quiet. Don't question it. Exactly. And then when, when I'm, I'm the type of person that I'm a very curious person, uh, you know, I think God put it on my heart to to ask these questions he wants me to to question things so when i started doing that we started getting i don't want to say shunned but we started getting shunned basically from the church <laughs> they didn't ostracized really... maybe what's that the word ostracized maybe yeah or, that's a know. good word i mean that that's a pretty good word we started getting left out of things um you know they they started to uh stop Asking Joyce to be the floor director, and I was actually a member of the uh, the Christian uh, rock. Well, I mean, I called it a Christian rock group. But it was a contemporary Christian music group. Uh-huh. Uh, they stopped asking me to sing with them, so we decided, okay, we're gonna we're gonna put out the question. We called up one of the um, associate pastors, and we said, we've got some problems with the church, and we're thinking of leaving, and we were told, good luck. Wow. That was it. Nobody came. Nobody was. Nobody, nobody cared. No. <sighs> so we left, and we probably didn't go to church for probably a couple six, of years. No, I think in like six to nine months. Well, maybe it was. Yeah. yeah. That is that is the worst feeling ever, isn't it? 
It is. Because they were there for us, like, as anytime we needed them before this happened. I mean, they were always there. We could call them. We had mm-hmm. a very... Very close relationship with a lot of them. In fact, when my mother passed away, they were all over us. You know, they bringing food to us. They were right. they ministered to us really well. But when we started asking, you know, questions, and and they weren't like wrong questions. I was asking questions like, why does it say this in the Bible? Why does it say that in the Bible? Mm-hmm. They didn't want to answer. Well, they probably didn't have the answers. Exactly. And that well, makes anybody then, uncomfortable. So so, so you experienced rejection, and then, of course, you probably wondered, why in the world did this happen? Right. And right. so did that shake your faith in God? No. Well, not really. Um, we still. That's when I began developing the theories that I shared with you before. Um, I began believing it's not about religion, it's about faith. So we found a church out here in Anthem that we started going to, and we got really knee-deep in this church. We were all gung-ho. And it's one of those churches where, you know, the pastor's wearing the sandals and the holy jeans. And so he's it's, it's, really... it's a lot more down-to-earth. Than... Right. Okay. Yeah. And then we got involved with that church as well. I became uh, one of the video team. I was uh, I, I started out on the cameras, and then I went into the control room, and I was doing all that. And again... We became privy to the inner workings of the church. Oh, no. uh, long story short, we found out some things that really, really put us off, and we left that church. But the funny thing, Rick, is I think that our faith, our faith, and our and our love for God actually got stronger the moment we made the decision to leave that church. Wow! Because I feel very, very, you know, I feel very strong. I pray every day. Uh, I pray for my family. I pray for my friends. Um, I, you know, I think that I have a very good relationship with God. I think Joyce, Joyce does too. Mm-hmm. I do, but, and I'm just going to be really open and honest. I don't pray every day and I, I still don't understand a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't, un- okay. I don't <laughs> understand the Bible because I don't read it. Right. Um, right. I've tried to read it and well, she she gets hung up on some like like Deuteronomy, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, right. Numbers. Yeah. She gets kind of hung up on that. So yeah. even though I mm-hmm. feel like that I'm very close to God, I don't understand a lot of it, and nobody can explain it to me. Well, so, can. so I, <laughs> I don't because know about nobody can really explain it to me, and I wasn't brought up in the church. I didn't start going to church until I was thirty. <laughs> two maybe mm-hmm. yeah with me yeah. Yeah. yeah so there's still a lot of stuff i don't understand and sometimes because i don't understand it i just shut down yeah, yeah. sure well, and that's that that's, was, that's normal i mean that's that's completely understandable yeah but that's this is what brought me to to your podcast rick um, oh, really okay i've i've started feeling you know that i need that connection again and um i i'm just not willing not not that there's anything wrong with going to church. I I think it's a great thing if you can find uh, a good one. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> and we live in the Bible Belt of Arizona. Yeah, we there's live like in like seven churches in our little tiny community. Yeah, yeah. but I um I started uh, I started listening to Take Him With You uh, because I mean you're 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 a friend of mine and I, I wanted to help support you and then I found myself getting hung up on this. It's like this is fantastic because <laughs> oh, you guys believe. You're speaking to my heart because you believe thing, a lot of the same things that I believe. And 
I you know I just came to this realization a couple days ago, Rick. Um, I can't I can't really say that I have not found a church home anymore because I honestly think that your podcast is my church home. Wow. That's cool, I guess. You know, <laughs> Amy's, that's cool, I guess. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's it's hard because we're we're still trying to we're in a transition ourselves of really trying to find a place we really fit. Like, and I I can say this: I feel much more comfortable and much more um, much more hooked up to my the people that listen to our podcast than I do in my in a local church. So I completely yeah. understand what you're saying because yeah. church is is really not a building, is it? No, no, it's not a, at all. It's a group of believers. Yeah, if if you look at what the Bible says, the church is. It doesn't have anything to do with the building. It doesn't. That's right. And and what what you're saying, it's hum it's humbling to us because yeah. <laughs> our whole goal to do this podcast was what you're saying. It was to reach out to people that maybe didn't have a church home that didn't go to a four you know a church at four walls you know that that there was you know the, there's a group of people out there that could take a spiritual message with them and learn and grow in their faith mm-hmm. because uh, I think a lot of times we have to jump through hoops when we go to an organized religion type of thing and there's all these different things that are expected of us when in fact it's much simpler than all that mm-hmm. you know and if we can get across a message of hope and of faith and the fact that God is real and he loves us and cares about us. If we can get that message across to a wide variety of people, especially people that really want to hear and really want to explore, but have been either burned or don't have any desire to be involved in a big organized religion type of thing, then we actually are doing what we're supposed to do. And that's why that's why mm-hmm. we started the podcast. So so what you have said here is just really cool to well, us. It's really in a way it's confirmation that what we set out to do or doing because there's a lot of people either they've never gone to church and they have no interest in ever going or they've gone to church and been hurt by the church but for whatever reason you know they still love god or they want to know about god and that's why we wanted to do the podcast i thought it was really interesting al the comment that you made last week that we shared um, with everybody, and that was that you felt like you lo- that it was specifically because you love God that you came out of the organized church, right? And right. I thought that's a statement I've never heard anybody make. <laughs> I've never heard that, and right. I and then I thought the response that Jude gave to you was very cool and and good, and then you were really kind at the way that you responded to her, and I I just felt like that was a really you clarified some things, mm-hmm. yet. Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't sense a sarcasm in you. I don't sense a bitterness. I don't sense, you know, uh, just your Mr. Downer or anything on, on religion or anything like that. I think it's just really cool that you're, you're exploring your faith. And I love the fact, Joyce, that you're transparent enough to say what we all feel, but we don't want to say sometimes. And that is that we don't understand everything. Yeah. We've, yeah, I don't. And like I said, nobody can explain it to me. And I feel like, I need that explanation in order to put the big picture together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I've I've explained, I've tried. Well, I, I mean, I think I've successfully uh, explained to her the things that I understand. Sure, but she's it still doesn't. A lot of it doesn't make sense to her because I can't put it in that way that it that it needs to be for her. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, hopefully, as time goes on, as we all should be doing, we as we explore our faith 
that we'll find some of the answers that we're looking for. Because quite honestly, even after pastoring for many years and being involved in Christianity for 26, 27 years almost. And 44 years for me. <laughs> I, I still have, I actually have uh, some questions now that I'm really struggling with and looking at because I, I just don't think that, I think that if you hear someone say, look at, I've got, every, I've got it all in the row. And I know what I'm talking about. And you follow what I say. I think you should run as fast as you can from them. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, I've, Al and Joyce, let me tell you, I have, I have been involved in people with people like that, who yeah. say that they've got the corner on it, and and I always get chills down my spine, not in a good way, and mm-hmm. I, red flags go up, and I think, ah, here we go again, and yeah. and I just have noticed that that. Um, I want to be involved with people that have a genuine desire to know God mm-hmm. without all the politics. Mm-hmm. That's who I want to be involved with. And that seems to be our podcast audience for at least us. And we've we've really enjoyed getting to know. We have tons of friends from all over the world now. that, And we're all kind of in our mm-hmm. own way exploring who God is to us and how we can get closer to him. And, and we're all, everybody has their struggles. I just, I love the fact that, that the audience that we're talking with now is, will actually admit it because, mm-hmm. you know, isn't it funny how we go to a church where there's supposed to be this loving atmosphere, but if you share your struggles, then you're looked at as bad. Right. Mm-hmm. Or you're shunned like you guys were it, when you start to ask questions. It kind of produces hypocrites because people can't really be, be transparent honest. and honest. And I think, I think it's just, yeah. that's a travesty. Because I don't think that's anything like God. I don't think God rejects us. I, you know, God is big enough that if we have questions, He's big enough to handle that. I think mm-hmm. I say that to you a lot, don't I? Dear? Yes, you do. I say God is big enough to handle our questions. He is that's right. And you know, and like a, Rick was saying, I grew up in church, and I've been through the Bible front and back many times, and and yet sometimes I'll get an old pa- Old Testament passage, and I'm going. I wonder uh-huh. why God told him to do that, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, that just doesn't seem like God to me, you know? But, I mean, there's a lot of things that, you know, I still kind of scratch my head about and wonder about. And, and we might not ever know all those answers until we're standing face-to-face with them and, and, you know, can ask them and go, oh, okay, now that makes sense. <laughs> but sure. but well, we just do our best, you know? Well, I I think too that that a lot of times, uh, like I said before, people try to so hard say that I've got the answers to everything, and so come to my church or you know join my organization or whatever. When in fact, um, the best people that we should be hanging out with are people that say, you know, I don't really know everything. I'm still looking myself, but the, w- this is what I do know. And that's that's what we do try to do on yeah. the podcast. We try to share things that we do. You notice that we don't rank on other religions. Right, and I'll, we do that on purpose because so many people that profess faith do they rank on other religions. Mm-hmm. And uh, funny thing is, you don't ever hear Jesus say anything like that. No, no. And, and in fact, Jesus himself said, "Well, this is another thing that I have problems with." In in, and I'm sorry if I offend anybody, but in organized religion, they want you to pray to their, you know, to their to their idols. They want you to pray to their to their uh, pastors and things. But Jesus himself said. Get up off your face! Don't don't worship me. You yeah. worship my dad. Yeah, he said, and and I think that's interesting that um, that we we get the focus off of we get the focus off of God and onto man, right? And that's that's a normal human condition. That's kind of what people do. 
very narcissistic race yes. we are. Yes, yes. Mm. I'm sorry, <laughs> my Yoda impression. Narcissistic we are. <laughs> don't yeah. make me do Jar Jar Binks. Oh, don't you dare. That <laughs> would make Jar Jar Binks. Thanks. Oh, my gosh. You actually do it very well. I'm impressed. So we, we we want to say thank you so much for listening to our podcast and stuff because that it's it's just really encouraging when we hear something like this because there are times when you wonder if anybody's listening and mm-hmm. you know yeah. I mean that we have like download numbers we can look at but that doesn't really it's not the same as hearing from someone yeah well it's, I'm glad I'm very 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 uh, thankful to God that that you guys uh, had have it in your heart to do this show for us I mean. And not just for us, I mean for everybody. It's, you know, Rick and Amy, this is, your podcast is very important. Um, and you might not hear it as often as you should, but what you guys do for all of us is extremely important. And, and you know, I pray that you keep it up. Thank you. We, well, we're going to try. <laughs> that would be very cool. Yeah. My wife just is like. Well, my son was trying to get my attention. I guess he said there's just lightning out, and I I missed it. So. We have yeah, we have a big windstorm going yeah, on. Yeah, we have windstorm. So if 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 you go um if we go silent here for a while, it's because the power went out. <laughs> well, that and if if all of a sudden lightning comes through the window and zaps me, then you know that we are really off base. <laughs> and I said something I shouldn't have said. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> It has been really stormy here the last yes, couple of days, yes. though. We're supposed to get like 75-mile-an-hour winds here on the coast oh. tonight. I, I have noticed in your podcasts, you guys, that you have an awesome way of getting along with one another um, while you speak. <laughs> and uh, I just think that's really cool, and I wanted to say thank you for that because uh, I th- I don't I wonder sometimes if Amy and I banter a little bit too much. <laughs> we have fun, though. <laughs> But I just get a kick out of, of you guys, and I really enjoy the way that you communicate. Um, question, now that you have a little platform here, and you're kind of I know you have your own podcast and stuff, but you're kind of talking to a different audience than maybe you normally do. Um, if you could change something in the world, something significant, what would it be and, and why? <laughs> um. This comment is going to be based on some events that have been happening over the past couple of weeks. But if I could change anything in the world, I would make people nicer. Yeah. Nicer and honest. And Very honest. Maybe some honor. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've... I was brought up um, always... I mean, it's always been in the back of my mind... Trust people till they give you a reason not to trust them mm-hmm. and treat people the way you want to be treated. Yeah. Um, and, you know, basically just be nice to people. Yeah. And I grew up in a very, very small town in Indiana. And when I moved to the, I call it the big city, um, <laughs> I had culture shock. And even though I've lived outside of Indiana for... Oh, a year or two. <laughs> 17 years now, I think. <laughs> yeah. I still have culture shock. I still don't understand people. Yeah, so it I can just be want sh- people to be nice yeah, and respectful. Honestly, yeah. It, it, even shocking for me sometimes, the cruelty that mm. that people can do to each other. Um, mm. and that's I, I honestly don't watch the news uh, very often because it depresses me. Yeah, we and, do the same thing. 
that would be one that I think I agree with Joyce. That's the one thing. If I could change the one one thing about the world, it would be to you know everybody wake up and realize a few things. Like you know we're not here for that long, and you need to treat each other with the same amount of respect that you want to be treated with. Yeah. Well, and, and slow and, down and enjoy life. Yeah, that's really really great. I think that's awesome because I was thinking about some of the some of the harshest treatment that we've received are from the people that are supposed to be the kindest. Right. And that's uh, that's disappointing, you know. I mean, I know I've talked with a lot of our friends who've been very disappointed in in other people, and you know that's why we've had podcasts on you know expectations and kindness and what is that's what friends are for that kind of thing, and and I think that is um, that's a really important thing. Kindness is something we really lack today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if all of us could take another step towards. You know, treating people with dignity and and honor, like you were saying, uh, well, it'd, it'd be a different world, wouldn't it? It sure would. Well, I, I, I'm I'm reminded of the scripture in, in James chapter four, and it says, "What causes fights and quarrels among you? Isn't it the desire that you have in your heart um, to get what you want? You haven't asked God for it, but you've killed and coveted and and scraped and scrapped for it, but you you haven't taken the time to ask God." And I, I'm firmly convinced that God loves people and He's kind to people. And you know, and you know, when we're doing the opposite, we, we're being selfish, and then we get in trouble. And we're dishonoring God when we're that way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, okay, here's our final question for you guys. You ready? <laughs> okay. All right. If you were in the Amazing Race, if you and Joyce were participants in the Amazing Race, <laughs> you knew I'd throw something in there like this. <laughs> What would be the the most awesome challenge for you? What would out of all the challenges you've watched over the last how many ever years in it? What would be the one that you would love to do the most? Wow, for me, I would uh, I think hang gliding. Uh, th- there was a challenge a, a few oh a couple races ago, a couple seasons ago where they they had to hang glide uh, oh, off wow. a mountain. I I think for me that would be it for me. Oh jeez. What and about you? They didn't have I'd any choice. Say huh? Oh, the oh, zipline! Zip line. Yeah. yeah, I'm afraid of heights. Would you? I think it would accomplish a lot of things. I would. I would love it. You would do um, it, huh? You would be okay. Oh, I'd be terrified, but I'd still do it. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking of you know here you're going to jump off a cliff with a hand glider out, and Joyce, you're going to go ziplining. It's just as long as nobody's underneath you guys, if, just in case you know. <laughs> real scary. You don't want to. You know. <laughs> Just don't put me near a body of water. That's oh, right. That's right. She can't swim. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. That I can't must... swim, and I'm terrified of. No, this is the odd thing. I'm terrified of swimming pools, but I'll get in the ocean and just feel like a little fish. Isn't that yeah. interesting? I wonder why. Mm. Probably because I grew up around the ocean. Yeah. I don't oh, you get familiar with it. There's no I ocean in Indiana. We that traveled. was the bathtub. That. We traveled a lot when I was growing up, and we always went to the beach. So yeah, that's yeah. what I meant by that. <laughs> that's funny. Well, I can relate because I was a farm girl growing up, and in the summer, our little town had a, a outdoor pool that was only open in the summer. And so um, we were always making hay and silage in the summer. And so I was like, I think eighth grade, and I still didn't know how to swim. So, because we didn't get into the pool very much. We were always busy on the farm. And I think I, my mom paid for me to get a couple of private swimming lessons. I'm still not a very good swimmer, but I can swim a little. 
(laughs) (laughs) So I understand. Sometimes that part's just kind of skipped in our childhood. (laughs) And I grew up 10 minutes from the ocean, so. Go figure. Well, our ocean, you don't go swimming in. Our ocean is freezing cold. Not that, not only that, but it has all these things called rip currents. And jellyfish. We don't have jellyfish, do we? We do have jellyfish. We do? Yeah. I've seen them on the beach. Well, go what, what about peanut butter fish? I don't know if you have any peanut butter. That'd go good together, though, wouldn't it? SpongeBob. <laughs> peanut butter and jellyfish. We don't have bikini bottom around here. No. Yeah. Well, anyway. <laughs> Thank you so much, you guys, for being on the show. And I have a little gift for you guys as, as you've been on the show. Uh, we gave away um, to, uh, in fact, we can tell everybody that uh, Greg... Blanchard, I think is how you say his last name. I think it's Blanchard. Won the um, Message Bible on MP3. Very cool. Well, we happen to have an extra copy of that, another one that we ordered two instead of one. And we would like to give you guys that set of MP3s of the whole Message Bible. And we're going to send it to you as a gift from us to you. And you can put it on your iPod and listen in the car or whatever you want to do with it. It's way funky. You'll like it. Yeah. That is awesome. Thank you very much. You guys are very welcome. If I have any questions, will you answer them for me? Well, you know, here's what what I'll tell you. I will answer what I can. And I will search for the answers that we don't know. And we'll see what we come up with. How's that? Okay. That, I think, would be better. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Because I definitely don't know everything. Oh, my goodness. You would think after all these years of pastoring and doing sermons and Bible studies and everything that I'd figure it all out. But you know what? I'll be really honest with you. The more, the longer that I've done it, the less I understand because I think God is way bigger than we make him. That's right. And I think you could study the same scripture passage over and over again and get something different out of it every time you read it. I've always said that I think the Bible is like an onion, and you you read it on one layer, and then you peel away another layer and go, wow, that's cool. And then you peel another way, another layer, and you still got some more to go. And I just think it's that's that's the way we should be reading it instead of uh, coming up with all these doctrines that lock people into a bunch of problems. But Absolutely. But that's just my opinion, so, you know. <laughs> Who am I? Yes, okay. Well, your opinion is very good, Rick. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. My cat is trying to walk across my keyboard, so if we get oh, cut Oh, not off, again. Yeah, he does it all the time. Hi, Stripe. What did we have a cat the other day? It. I was doing a Photoshop pro, a program and doing a business card for my friend Wayne Henderson's wife for her business, and mm-hmm. uh, Stripey happened to step on the keyboard and hit the keys in a certain way, and totally locked up my uh, graphics program. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so I had to remember the shortcuts in my head on how to save the file, and then had to completely go, you know, Control Alt Delete. For those oh, yeah. for those that don't have Macs, you understand what I'm saying, <laughs> and had to reboot the computer to get it to work again, but it works. So oh, that's good. Hey, we know we know Wayne Henderson. He uh, he's a fan of uh, our Fast Forward podcast. In that's fact, he right. Sent us a comment. That's right. Isn't he the one that heard about it on my show? Yes. <laughs> See, you pat our back, we pat your back. That's how it works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because we're part of a cool podcast community. That's right. <laughs> All right. Was well, there anything else that you guys want to say to uh, to our our listening audience before we go? 
Uh, thank you for, for having us on. And everybody, listen to Rick and Amy. <laughs> <laughs> How about listen to They're God? Listening, they're already listening to Rick and Amy. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got a good point. Huh? Well, L- listen to God and just tolerate us. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> you never know what you're going to get when you listen to us. <laughs> That's right. Uh, speaking of that, for everybody, oh, and thank you again for being on the program, you guys. Very, very much appreciated. We want to let you know that we are going to be starting a brand new series starting next week. Uh, we're going back to boot camp, everybody. That's mm-hmm. right. I'm going to be your drill sergeant. Amy's not so good at being a drill sergeant, so we'll I'm let her be nice. on key, KP uh, duty. I'd make everybody hot cocoa or something. Or you can peel the potatoes <laughs> and do that because she likes doing that kind of thing. But anyway, we're going back to boot camp, spiritual boot camp. Uh, we thought that it would be really interesting to go through the basics of Christianity in a way that mo- so that people didn't feel threatened. Because I think a lot of times... Um, churches will come off and say, well, this is what we believe, and you won't believe this, you're all going to go to hell, or whatever. Um, we thought it would be really interesting to go over some of the basics and talk about them from our perspective, and do it a little less religious, you know, mm-hmm. and a whole lot more practical on what it actually means. Because a lot of times I think um, people will hear a term, and they'll go, hmm, what does that actually mean? Because there's a, there is a whole language called Christianese, and nobody should speak it. But they do, and a lot, and a lot of people speak Christianese, and they they start talking. I mean, for instance, people can say, "You know, I'm so on fire for the Lord." Now, what does that do for somebody who doesn't know what that means? That mean that makes them feel like, uh, you know, somebody put gas all over themselves and lit themselves on fire for God. Okay, well that's ridiculous. Yeah. But that's what it conjures up images like that, or yeah. or people will There's talk. There's a with, whole different church language, and you guys went to church, so you so know what you we're know. talking about. Oh yeah. I mean, there's a yeah. different language for church. So we thought it would be fun to do like a three or four weeks in a row of just basic elements of faith and what they mean. And we got a lot of feedback from that already, and a lot of people are really looking forward to that. So get your combat boots on and get ready for some push-ups. Drop and give yeah. me 20, Al, right now. Come on. <laughs> well, I'll have to give you one. Have, you know, the whole artificial shoulder and everything. Oh, so. yeah. Well, there you, well, just, well that, the answer is just do one-handed. One-armed. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> yeah, Catherine was mentioning that she has combat boots, but they're patent leather. They're really cute. Oh, they are pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Your 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 mother smells. Let me see your mother. Your mother wears combat boots, and your father smelled of elderberries or something like that. I can't remember. It's Monty Python, but uh, anyway. All right. Well, that's it, everybody. Thanks for uh, joining us for the show. Uh, We'll be back next week with the first in our installment of Spiritual Boot Camp. Uh, Take him with you is a Moyer Multimedia LLC production. Copyright 2011. All rights reserved. And we're going to leave you with a really cool song by a band called Novella. And this is called Right in the Middle. Enjoy the song. And at the end, don't forget to listen because we'll have all sorts of cool promos um, that you will really like from other podcasts and cool things. So thanks, everybody, for joining us. Have a good one.
the Treks in Sci-Fi podcast. Stand by to receive our transmission. Sci-Fi entertainment news and commentary. I am Locutus of Borg. Star Trek episode analysis. Captain of the USS Enterprise. Pokey religions and ancient weapons. Collectibles, toy, and prop reviews. I am to misbehave. The weekly Treks in Sci-Fi podcast with your host Rico at treksinsci-fi.com. Hi, this is Kenny. And this is Jenny. We're the host of Knights of the Guild, the official fan podcast for the award-winning web series, The Guild. We're not like your typical fan podcasts. Both Jenny and I have worked on several seasons of The Guild and take our listeners behind the scenes to share our fun and crazy times on set. We also have exclusive interviews with cast, crew, and fans of the Guild. We keep you up to date on General Guild news and the latest happenings of our cast and crew. So please give us a listen on iTunes or at knightsoftheguild.com. This is Jeff from Champ Podcast. After you finish listening to this excellent podcast, I invite you to come listen to ours. My co-host Jason and myself cover open wheel auto racing, focusing on Formula One and IndyCar. Each podcast we review the races, we talk about drivers and teams, and all the news and rumors as well. So come give us a go. We can be found at www.champpodcast.com, that's with one P, or in iTunes, search Champ Podcast. Champ Podcast, the world's fastest podcast. Hi Russell, are you like mommy? Are you doing a podcast? A podcast. Podcast, good boy. That is pretty much the cutest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Podcast. Anomaly. Something that deviates from what is standard, normal, or expected. An oddity. Peculiarity. Irregularity. Inconsistency. Incongruity. A rarity. I'm Jen. And I'm Angela. And we're the socially functional co-hosts of Anomaly. The podcast with a unique perspective, a female perspective on all things geek. Star Trek. Star Wars. Lord of the Rings. Buffy. Firefly. Gaming. Books. Costuming. And general geek topics. The sometimes monthly, but always entertaining, Anomaly Podcast. Anomalypodcast.com. Hi, my name's Al, and my wife Joyce and I are big Disneyland fans. In fact, we love the place so much we started a podcast dedicated to the happiest place on Earth. In our show, Tales from the Mouse House, we'll discuss some news and updates on the Disneyland Resort, reveal some amazing little-known gems we call hidden treasures, and we'll also review some of the rides and attractions that make the Disneyland Resort so much fun. And we'll review some places to satisfy your hunger attacks as well as offer up some tips and tricks we've picked up over the years that can help you get the most out of your Disneyland Resort vacation. So, after Rick and Amy have helped you along your spiritual path, check out Tales from the Mouse House in iTunes. And remember, make it a magical day. 
Hello, my name is Meds. And I'm Kelly. And we are the presenters of Waffle On Podcast. Now, once you've finished listening to the brilliant Taking With You podcast... What in the wide world of sports is that? It's a podcast that's spiritual, but not religious, and all about Rick's geeky life. What? Does he like geeky TV? Indeed he does. What? Like TV we like from 1960 to 1999? Indeed, and that's why he listens to us. That's what we're about. We do British TV broadcast between 1960 to 1999. So come and find us. You can find us at Podbean, just type in Waffle On Podcast or iTunes. We'd be honoured if you'd join us. Thank you. It's here. The follow-up release to my Stargazer music project, M.W. Orbit. The short story and musical journey of an artificially intelligent probe launched by NASA to explore the Milky Way galaxy. Greetings. I am M.W. Orbit from the planet Earth. Is there anyone there? Digital instant download from CD Baby. Discovery from the perspective of a small robot probe named MW Orbit. The short story and musical journey. Get your copy today at mw-orbit.com. MW Online. The way to programming. <laughs> 